0: Ramsey Solutions It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, live a life worth living, do work that they love, have great relationships, all of it. 888-825-5225. It's 888-825-5225. We're taking real calls from real people who are going through all kinds of challenges in their life, and we're going to help you out. Our promise is to sit with you and walk alongside you as we figure out what's the next right step. 888-825-5225. I'm John Deloney, joined here by Jade Warshaw, and we're taking your calls on just about anything and everything. Let's run out to Salt Lake City and talk to the great and wonderful Stacy. What's up, Stacy? Hi. What's up? Uh, Nothing much. Just hanging out here with my son. What's up with you? We are just hanging out together, too. How can we help?
1: Um, I am calling because I um my husband and I can't afford childcare and we're not succeeding financially. We're really struggling. Mm. And I'm just trying to figure out what better we can do than what we're already doing. Wow.
2: How many kids do you have? Um, one. He was a surprise and he's eight weeks old. Eight weeks. Wow, you guys are in the, the thick of it. Cool. Um yes. so what's the solution now? Are you just staying home? Um, I'm on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be
1: going back to work in about four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I was full time. I'm still technically full time, but I'm the hope is to go back part time. Um, but it's it's retail, so it's in person. so I'm looking for something I could do remotely so I could stay home with him. okay. And then my husband works in an office.
2: So is the issue that you're having a hard time finding the part-time job that you want to make this work? Or is the problem that you're having a hard time finding a daycare price that would work in any case?
1: I'm, I'm looking, I'm having a hard time finding remote work. Um, I'm hoping to work remotely full-time. And also I just, uh, my husband knew I brought some, a lot of debt into the marriage um, Uh and um, we we're working at paying it off. How much is it? Surprised us. Um, between car, personal, and um, and credit cards, and um, uh, school, probably between thirty and forty thousand. Okay. Um, We're working on the credit cards first. I just dealt with a lot of mental health struggles growing, um, you know, in my young adult years, and so, um, I. And also, I just grew up poor, so I yeah. tried to learn on my own how to how to do it all, and I didn't fully succeed.
2: So forty five thousand between those that you listed, between thirty and forty, yeah. between thirty and forty. Okay. And does your yeah. husband have any debt? Or he's not um, bringing any into the relationship.
1: He didn't bring any other than um, his truck, but his parents are currently paying that. And how much is that? I I'm not sure, just because. Um, uh, just because it's not one of my current bills, but it was a used truck. And so I'm pretty sure it's like, you know, between 10 and 15,000.
2: Okay. and
1: um, Yeah, 15,000 at the most.
2: If you had to guess, I'm sorry, I'm just getting the particulars, so I get a lay of the land. No, you're good. Um, if you had to guess between the two of you, because it sounds like you're not fully combined on your finances. It sounds like you kind of have a, a separate thing going on. But if you had to guess, uh, what do you both make combined uh, before you before you make these career changes, what was it before?
1: um we we're making about four thousand a month total. like we work together, but we do a separate accounts at the moment um, just because we never we never did combine them, but we work together on paying stuff. so I know we make about four thousand. He pays rent um, and I pay pretty much everything else
2: so let me clarify, because a lot of people do this thing where it's like, I make my money, you make your money. And then we throw some of our money into this joint pile that pays all the bills. But there's also other money in my personal account. That 4000 is that all the money combined or that's is that total, just bill yeah. money? What yeah, does he do for a total. living? Okay. He, um, ironically, he works in finance. He's a debt
1: collector.
0: <laughs> so he doesn't make enough money.
1: Um, no, he doesn't make enough money. Um, he he, um, he just started like his career and stuff. When well, he cool. He just
0: ended that career because he's got to go make more money.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know. And
2: he, he sometimes makes bonuses and stuff, but that's could care
0: not less it. about that. It's not enough.
2: Yeah, and I don't know uh, that you can go to not working or even working part time. I think whatever you do, you're going to need to work full time until. He's able to make that spread as well.
0: His mommy's still yeah. paying his truck payment. Could she wash your kid a few hours a day?
2: No, we're in different states.
0: Okay.
1: And um, yeah, we're, we're in different states. And uh, I'm planning on working remotely full time as soon as I could find something. It's just a matter of finding something.
0: Okay. And then yeah. I'm
1: just like running out of time and we're How, how hard are you looking right now?
0: Are you sending out 15, I'm, 20 applications a day?
1: Probably not that many a day, probably three or four a day just because, um, you know, taking care of my son and stuff. But I'm applying to as many as I can okay. if and I'm reaching
2: out to people and stuff like that. If in four weeks when your uh, leave is over, if you haven't found that full-time remote job, what do you think the plan of action would be? In your mind, what's the course of action at that point? I'm hoping that's not the case, but if you find yourself in that situation, what would you do?
1: At, at that point i'll work evenings and weekends at my um current job mm-hmm. and probably do doordash during the day with my son
2: and would that be enough to cover the daycare um we like we aren't
1: comfortable doing daycare and like um i, I want him with me and so whatever at work i want to do it's something i could do with him like that's why I'm looking for a work. here's
0: the deal you may have answered this question several years ago with some of your financial choices and i know this is hard to hear but you owe $45,000 oh. and so what you want to not to mention whatever your husband owes
1: More like 35 yeah thir-
0: whatever it is and Sorry. here's the problem a you don't fully know what that number is and you don't know what his number is you don't know what exactly the amount of money you make is, because you don't know if he has a separate account or if his mommy's sending him money to help with the... You don't know. Well, and so, I
1: have access to his account, full access to his account. like To the one he might
0: gives have you. Jade and I wouldn't have jobs if husbands and wives told each other the truth all the time about money. That's
2: right.
0: And so, this isn't a math problem. This is a wife who is living the, the life of a single mom inside of her own house. And you'll have to get together. And he has to recognize he's got to go make a whole bunch more money. And he just started a career. That career does not provide for his family at this moment. Mm-hmm. And you want to stay home with this baby? You may have to work for a season to get that thirty-five grand knocked out so that you can afford to stay home with this baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that's scary. I know that's hard. But we love you too well, much to not tell you the truth. That's right.
2: You have a lot more years ahead of you with that baby, it's, and it's easy to forget and, and think that it's just right now, but you've got years and years to stay at home with that kid.
0: you got a big, big hole. The, all of this starts with you sitting down with your husband and saying, I'm so
3: scared, I can't breathe. We have to put everything on the table and tell the truth. So here's a quick math refresher. There are only 24 hours in a day, so your business needs to streamline tasks that are time suckers and focus on activities that make money. So to reduce headaches as they scale, smart businesses use NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite helps you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform. So join the more than 37,000 smart businesses like Ramsey Solutions that have done the math and graduated to NetSuite. And right now, you can download NetSuite's KPI checklist absolutely free at netsuite.com slash Ramsey. That's netsuite.com slash Ramsey.
0: This is The Ramsey Show, 888-825-5225. I'm John Deloney, joined by Jade Warshaw. Jade, what did you do?
2: I didn't do anything. You did. Uh, You
0: super did.
2: Look, I posted a video on Facebook specifically about how like zero credit scores work. And these folks came for my life, John. Dude, they were
0: showering you with the hater.
2: (laughs) So I was thinking, you know what? I usually stay out of the comments or I'm like pretty, you know, just nonchalant about it. But these, these comments were extra. And I was like, you know what? I need to, I need, to, I need to clap back on this. So let's play the video so you guys can just see how innocent what I said was, <laughs> and you can be on my side and then we'll chop it up. All right, let's do it. It usually takes about a year to see your credit score go down to absolute zero mm. if you completely stop borrowing money. And here's the thing, if you dilly-dally with this and you're like, oh, I'm gonna keep that one credit card open, it's never gonna go to zero. You're just gonna have a bad credit score. And then when you try to go buy a house, you're gonna run into problems. Look, yeah, I stand by that. I stand by that message. I approve that message.
0: All right, I'm going to read some of the haterade. All right, read it. Chad says, these people are crazy. Zero credit score is not even possible. Okay. Uh, Tim says, this is absolutely not correct. You need to raise your credit score, not lower it. This explains so much about some people. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Derek says, this kind of crap's annoying. While it's possible to buy a house without a credit score, it isn't worth the hoops. Okay. Better off with a credit score.
2: The next one's my favorite. Yeah.
0: Jacob says... Says the woman with tons of assets to lean on and has no need for <laughs>
2: credit cards. I can't. I can't. I'm coming ah. out of my. I'm coming out of my seat right now because, and I did reply to that when I was like, "Oh, you must not know me or my story. If you think I came from wealth and assets, are you kidding me? I gotta throw my pin across the room." Oh, hold on, hold
0: on. This this cat says, "I swear, the Ramsey's team's advice on credit is the stupidest beep, beep ever." Ah. Good luck getting approved for Jack beep, beep, with no credit. That's the whole point.
2: Here's my thing. Here's my thing, John. And this is crazy to me. People would rather be right about what they think and about what they know than be free, than be happy, than be better off in life. They'd, they'd rather be right about the fact that there's no other way to get ahead in society than to be strapped with debt for eternity. Yes. Like, you have to play the debt game. That's the only It's the only way to make it in America is to have a credit score. Are you kidding me? You'd rather be right about that. And I'm like, really? You want to be right about something that keeps you in slavery your entire life? Forever. It's that important to you?
0: And dude, for all of human history, this is how governments captured their citizens. Right. By giving them a plot of land and saying, when it's paid off, then it's all yours. Then you're free. The next year, it's like, oh, well, we had to raise the price on right. it. So, uh And they do that in perpetuity. And now we wear this score like we win something.
2: And I'm the only one. The folks in this room are some of the only ones in the United States
4: (laughs) in the world
2: telling y'all, hey, there's a better way. And we we try to do it with love. We try to tell y'all, hey, there's a better way. We want you to be free. We want to help you. We exist to help the people outside of these walls. And it's crazy that people clap back on me like I'm trying to hurt them. And they're not clapping back. At the credit collectors they're not <laughs> clapping back at fico or experian or transunion they're yelling at me when i'm the one i'm the one going hey there's a way that you don't have to play this stupid game you don't have to rack your family with debt you don't have to you know rob peter to pay paul and move this money over here and keep your credit around for x amount of years with x amount of varieties of credit with x amount of percentage use like that is a game and the goalpost is constantly moving and one of the things i noticed that they were mad at me as i said hey If you're going to run our plan, like run it to the end zone. like Do it all the way. Don't do this mess of, well, I'm going to pay off my credit, but I'm going to keep a couple of cards open or keep that one card open just in case because that'll jack your credit even worse, right? Because there are ways that they're measuring your credit. It's not just, hey, have one credit card open. You have to utilize that credit and you have to keep it around for a long time and you have to make sure the percentage is right. Otherwise, yeah, you'll have a score, but it won't be great, it'll probably be pretty bad. And the fact is having a, I, I'm gonna say it and I'm gonna scream it till the cows come home. Having a zero credit score is just as good, in my opinion, better than having a 750 or a 800 because I don't have to play the game of debt. I get to be my own woman, my own man, my husband, and we're autonomous and we are free and we don't have to be slaves to the system. So if you don't like that, you can go ahead and put that yoke back on and they can, <laughs> Ha! Yeah, and you'll just pull the plow of debt for them, and you can do that the rest of your life. I'm not going. As for me in my house,
0: making other people rich at your expense. Look, hey, I, I, I can we run through this real quick? Yeah, these people are crazy. Zero credit score is not even possible.
2: You're false. You, false, It's false. Once you pay off your debt, like I said, it takes about and you close the accounts. You've got to close them. It takes about six to twelve months for your credit score to roll to zero. That's how it goes.
0: This is absolutely not correct. You need to raise your credit score, not lower it. Why? False. Why?
2: Yeah. You tell me why.
0: So that one day you can go get on both knees and hold your hands up and say, dear lender, please. Please. And they'll say, well, let me me look in my secret file and see what your score is. Yeah. Instead of sitting down with your wife when your air conditioner goes out and you have become your own bank over 15 years, which is Mm -hmm. what took me and my wife. And your argument is not, please, please, can I? It's you call. I'm not calling you. I call. know. I know. I don't want to call you call. I love it. The, that's, the, that's the most annoying fight you have. Yeah. Right.
2: And I think people forget the fact that when you decide, John, like, hey, we're going to pay off our debt, that simultaneously means and we're not going back into debt and mm-hmm. we're not doing this thing called credit anymore. And the biggest argument is, yeah, but if you don't have a credit score, how are you going to live? And the biggest two areas that people are thinking about are cars and living situation, right? Can you buy a car without credit? Yes, you can. It's called buying a car in cash. And I'm not talking about that you always have to save $40,000 or $50,000 to buy the newest model. The cars that Sam Warshaw and Jade Warshaw drive are from 2013. And I think we paid less than, I don't know, (laughs) 20,000 for both. Yeah, each of them. That's how you do this. You don't have. And don't get me wrong. I could have way more car than that, John. At this point in my life, I just don't care about it that much. So don't tell me it's not possible. You save up your money and it takes time. Uh Let me just say this. My husband and I, for the first time in our marriage, are a two car family. And that happened last year because that's just the life we chose. We didn't have to do that for that long. But we said, you know, what? I don't. Care about going into debt over cars, and when we feel like paying up cash and buying a second car, we will, and that's what you're talking about. You just
0: choose. It was in, it was up until this this year. I I went from a '96 to a 2012, and I was driving 2012 forever. Yeah. And Dave just just Dave as my friend goes, Hey, I know what I pay you. Right. What, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, uh, He's like, You're trying to like make a point. And I yeah. go, I I, I honestly. Don't care. I don't care and it was only that i was like i'm gonna get and by the way i went all in <laughs> on a highlander it's come not like on. <laughs> you know what i mean and dude every day i get in it i smile so big like like i've beat somebody like, like i've won some game mm-hmm. and my buddies are like it's it's not it's not a cool car john come on <laughs> you know I, mean? I know but it's like i know but it, it doesn't have a cd player in it anymore right here's the deal when you unhook yourself from the external expectation, yeah. My wife likes me, and you know how I know she likes me because she was dating me when I was driving an '88 Easy hatchback. Let's so go. So I know this is love, right? <laughs> and that when we were making it, when we were, when we, when Dave was paying us more money than any Deloney's had ever wrapped their head around. I, I didn't need to prove anything to anybody no it, it's not a game right it's, it's like yeah I, I was able to cobble together the money and pay for that in cash and it's just yeah. my, it's mine the money you see what I'm saying what it's, you it's just, buy it doesn't determine the game. your worth hey uh one more thing um
2: what about housing? Let me hit this right quick. People think you can't buy a house with a zero credit score. Yes, you can. It's called manual underwriting. I did it. John DeLoney did it. George Campbell did it. I know Rachel Cruz did it. All these folks did it. All you need is payment history, 12 months showing your trade lines, cell phone bills, utilities. You need actual money. You need to show 12 months of bank statements and just your last 30 days. But that's of so many stubs. hoops. It's, it's not. almost the same as the normal it's process. Not.
0: It's not. Hey, by the way. Church
2: Hill Mortgage is a place to go, guys. Yes.
0: And, man, if you just weren't so rich, uh, you wouldn't be able to talk like this, Jade. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney. And one of the most common questions I get is how to get something off your chest. A deep secret you've never told anyone. Or maybe something that happened to you. Something you've done that you're worried about because bringing it to light will disrupt your life. Anything. I say this all the time, secrets will kill you, but it's hard to know where to start when it comes to talking about scary, dark things. Therapy can be a safe, effective place to get things off your chest, to learn how to say hard things out loud, and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I've personally been blessed to have a great therapist who helps me get those heavy things off my chest. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's flexible because it's online, so you can suit it to fit your schedule. Just fill out a short questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra cost. It's time to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deloney today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deloney. This is The Ramsey Show, triple eight eight 5225 I'm John Deloney, joined by Jade Warshaw. Let's go out to Destin, Florida and talk to Josh. What's up, brother Josh? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm okay. I appreciate you taking the call. You got it, man. What's up? Oh,
5: well, I guess I'll cut right to it. Um, So I've been following you guys for a little while, trying to get my finances on track. but I've come to a... Decision. I need to start handling my life and get some stuff on track, and I want to go to rehab mm. so okay. I can uh, quit my drinking.
0: Dude, I'm proud but, of you, man. I'm, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't blow by that. That's huge. What led you here? Um, There are millions and millions of people in the United States that need to make this decision, and I want them to hear where you landed. Uh, You'll be well, a gift.
5: I mean, in the past, I battled with... Uh, other substance abuse issues and i let that go i've been cleaned from all that and i just kind of picked up the bottle and i'm just tired of it I'm tired of oh, yeah. doing the same things over and over again tired of relying on something to feel like i need it to function
0: awesome i'm proud of you man i'm proud of you so uh you. how can we help
5: well pretty much my insurance situation the only way to get into treatment Uh, it covers most of it except for about six thousand dollars. Okay, six to ten thousand dollars, depending on location. So, really, not trying to get into any more debt, sure. But I want to take care of this.
0: Um, the first question I would ask is, um, often and I'm talking about rehab places that are not like go to Malibu or you're in Destin, not like a beachfront place. That's going to be a resort. Okay. Um,
6: yeah. Often
0: if you sit down, places will waive the gap between the insurance and the, the, what the cash out. Okay. It's, it, it's a, it's a, it's the equivalent of a scholarship program. So I would have that conversation have, with the place. Have you done I've that? I've been
5: calling and asking for scholarships. I've called, Hundreds of places, probably.
0: You haven't called. Maybe
5: hundreds. a slight exaggeration, but yeah, a lot, a big exaggeration, but yes, okay, yes.
0: And nobody will waive the gap.
5: No, not that'll cover my insurance.
2: What do you mean? Because
5: that's the that's the cheap the cheapest thing I've been able to find is a six thousand dollar copay.
2: Oh, that's is that your deductible? Cheapest. Yes,
5: that's the cheapest thing I can get. I've applied for scholarships. Okay, they're saying they're not doing it.
0: So, do you have? guns or guitars or a truck you have something you can sell
5: no i mean i've got a truck but it's my work truck
2: can you go down and value on it what's it worth no i'm upside down in it what's it worth
5: uh, probably about 11 grand
2: what do you owe I've on got it about 200,000 miles on it 12
7: what
2: what would happen you owe 12 it's worth 11 what would happen if you sold that and went down half the value and just bought yourself a little truck that that'll get you is there anything do you see what I'm saying like this is temporary no i get what
5: you i get what you're saying but it's a truck with 200,000 miles on it mm-hmm. and not that many people are going to spend $11,000 well
2: if it's worth 11,000
0: there's a whole bunch of people will my friend cuz yeah. they're in your situation too <sighs> uh, what about a parent or family member
5: no nope.
2: Unfortunately,
0: no. Okay. So here's what I would tell you. I would start, if I'm you, in this situation, I would start with a couple of different uh, areas. Number one, I would walk in this evening to the local AA meeting. Have you done that yet? Yeah. Okay. I would ask around and tell them I've got a gap and... My guess is there's people who would say, I, I know X, Y, and Z. I know this person. My church has a sponsorship program. There's a there's there's gap payment here. We can help figure this out. I would start there. Okay? okay. And this is you being super, super vulnerable. It sounds like you're so sick of all this that you're kind of done giving a crap. Is that fair? Absolutely. Okay. The second thing is I'm going to give you three months of free BetterHelp. I want you to talk to a a licensed counselor. I want you to hang on the line here. And I want you to make sure that just full stop rehab is the right move, the right next move for you. Okay. Okay. They might say, Hey, I want you to go every day to a meeting in the evening and in the morning for 30 days. And let's circle back before we make this list, this entire, this big leap. Okay. Okay. The third thing is I want you to be honest deeply honest with what you can part with right now because here's what I'm trying to avoid I don't want you to come out on the other side of a 30-day in-treatment program or a um, 28-day outpatient program Mm -hmm. and have that clarity of mind that sobriety the light is on and then that credit card bill hits you right yeah. in the mouth. That's what I want to oh, yeah. avoid at all costs.
5: And that's another thing I'm worried about. Finances, bills keep coming. They I mean, do I've keep coming. have even been looking into detoxes, and it's still about that same number. Just it, for like
0: a week detox. They do. I want you to go to a meeting, and I want you to be vulnerable and raise your hand and say, I'm stuck. Okay? Yep. Yeah. If you tell me after 30 days of knocking on every door, put your car on Facebook Marketplace and see if you can get six thousand dollars for it or seven thousand bucks or eleven thousand bucks that's gonna give you six grand and you go buy a five thousand dollar car with two hundred fifty thousand miles on a truck. I get it. Not pretty this is a band aid. I get it. If you tell me you can't then I, I would say then go to a local um uh a local uh credit union and figure out that gap or I would work out, before you did that, I would see if you could work out a payment plan with the rehab place. Mm -hmm. Probably they won't do that, but it'd be worth a shot.
5: Oh, no, no, they will. They will do that. That's why I was no interest, but that's why I was on call, because I've already got other debt racked up.
0: Okay, I'm okay with that one. If the last option, and listen to me, this is not a pass for you just to go, sweet, I can go, I want you to exhaust every avenue, because my brother, Jade and I have sat with people, they walk out. Mm -hmm. And then... Reality is a cold dose of water, and it's easy to fall right back into old habits mm-hmm. when old um, fists hit you in the same mouth.
2: Yeah, because even if you yep. can find a couple of thousand, like, even if you can find a couple of thousand from selling things, you visit a local church and say, Hey, is there any like, is there a ministry here? What what can I do? Can I serve to earn this money? Like whatever you can figure out, even if you're closing that gap with cash in some in some way, that's gonna be worth it to you. Or
0: t- if you got two weeks and you decide I'm gonna wake up at five o'clock every morning and drive Uber and I am going to um I'm gonna I'm gonna work like mad and earn this money, right? There's gonna be some little victories there, but if you tell me, hey man, I I can't, I'm underwater right now. I'm mm-hmm. I'm wanting to go to rehab because I'm drinking every day and I can't stay clean. I get that and I honor that. Okay, but I want you to go to a meeting tonight and I want you to raise your hand and ask that question. Okay, okay. If you can, if the hospital where you are doing your um, inpatient rehab is willing to say there's an interest-free option here for the gap then I'm okay with that as a last DEF CON resort option. If a clinical supervisor has said your only option is rehab. Okay. Okay. So I want you to hang on the line. I want you to walk through. I want you to, when you go through the better help, I want you to click on struggling with substance abuse, struggling with alcohol. And I want you to put in the notes, trying to make a decision on whether I need to go to rehab, go to inpatient, inpatient uh, rehab counseling, and then when they reach out, they're going to walk you through an assessment, and y'all can make that decision together. Is that cool?
5: Yeah, that's awesome. Thank okay. you so much. I, I appreciate everything. You got, hey, I need you to hear. I,
0: I need you to hear me say I'm really proud of you.
2: Me too. Thank you.
0: This is real Thank hard. You very much. You've been you've been um, drowning for a long time, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. We're done. Okay. Are we done with all the drinking?
5: Yes, I, mean, I want
0: to be. I mean, I'm tired of it. Good. Hey, uh, I'm going to put a little star on this. I want you to call back in 30 days with your 30-day chip, and um, we're going to celebrate you on the air. All right? I'm proud of you, my man.
3: This is The Ramsey Show. We'll be right back. I saw some recent financial statistics, and there was some pretty troubling news.
0: This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's almost the holiday season. And if you are already getting sweaty armpits thinking about Thanksgiving with family and Christmas, uh, I got you. I got you. We've created some new questions for humans this year. We have a Thanksgiving deck to talk about gratitude. You can sit down at the Thanksgiving table and look around and say, No politics. Nobody cares. No (laughs) negative nonsense on this one. No TVs. Everybody put your stupid phones down. We're going to ask these questions, and it's for the whole family. We also made a new Christmas deck, and what's super rad, we made a new deck, and this is because you asked for it, for grandparents and kids. It's a great way for you and your spouse to go out to dinner and say, Mom, Dad, you can be with the grandkids, and don't be weird. Here's some cards. We got you. Go to com and save your holidays. I love All right, that. Let's go out to uh, Detroit Rock City and talk to Sarah. What's up, Sarah?
1: Hi, how are you guys today?
0: Good, how are you? I'm
1: doing amazing, thanks for asking.
0: Awesome, what's up?
1: I am calling because I am debating on if I should move or if I should stay in my current home. Um, we currently have home, um, where we owe about 132000 on it. We have a great interest rate of only 2.25%, um, but we have some structural issues going on in our basement. Mm. Um, my husband and I, yeah, and it's going to be really expensive.
2: How expensive? It's going to be
1: maybe like around $70,000. The person okay. who sold us the home was not 100% truthful, about the issues that were going on and he covered up um some stuff. That's sounded he like he was
0: 0% truthful.
1: So, if you were yes, to- he actually we're dealing with some foundational issues Oof. and he covered it up with cement. Oof. So, it got past me, my husband, the inspector, it got past everyone and now we're in jeopardy of losing our homeowner's insurance.
2: Oh, and um, g- g- so g- if you don't get it repaired
1: exactly and they're
2: giving us like a very short window to get it repaired what's and the I
1: window don't just have to, um like three months
2: what dang son uh if yeah. you were to let go of this house let's let's pretend you did sell it uh what would you what would it bring,
1: bring? in uh, profit 15,000 15,000
2: mm. yes yeah. and how long have you lived in this house
1: we've only we moved in in 2020
2: okay How much would it bring you? Well, from
1: the suggestions of my realtor, the house is worth, based on the area, the house is worth a lot more than what we would list it for. But due to the foundational issues... Yeah, the issues. Yeah, she's thinking that we should list the house at 159. Um, But if we were to possibly try and at least do part of the repairs and maybe speak to the homeowner uh, insurance company and see if maybe they can work something out with us.
2: I'm wondering um, about that. I'm wondering if you and your exactly husband do. sit down and put together a plan of phases and say, hey, in phase one, this is what we're getting done. And here's the, the time frame for that. And then in phase phase two starts at, at X date. And here's what we're doing there. And here's the the 12 month plan or the, you know, whatever month plan for this to be completely fixed and healed
0: <laughs> yeah did you I, guys did, you, did y'all try to report it as an insurance loss and they came out and went through everything and then they tagged you for yeah, you that was a mistake yeah that's that happened to gone. me before too
1: um and then when they came out we were thinking that maybe they would cover it and they were like no we're not gonna cover it and we're not gonna renew." pretty Shoot. much is what happened
0: yeah yeah, I hate that, that, man. You can't even ask a question anymore, and they'll just burn you. I want you to, um, while you're doing this, I, Jade's is is what I would do if I'm sitting down with my wife. Like, if I'm being honest, trying to put skin in this game, I would sit down with my wife and say, okay, we don't have $70,000. I'm assuming you don't have 70000 bucks in cash?
1: Oh, absolutely not. Okay.
2: Um, <laughs> do you have any money?
1: Um, Right now, at the moment, no. We're currently working on the baby set. We paid off all of my husband's credit card. Uh-huh. Um. And we're paying off mine as well. What do you have so left to go on the debt? Um, maybe like around twenty.
2: Okay. Okay. And can I just ask you guys' is combined income? One
0: hundred and twenty.
2: One hundred and twenty. So twenty thousand left in debt. One hundred and twenty income. Yeah, I mean,
0: we're pausing this right now.
2: You, you think Jade? I, I, I think you have to. If they're giving you three months before you lose your insurance and before. Yeah, you you got to you got to move this to the top of the list or at the very least like I said you've got to come up with this plan of action, find out what they're going to do. Now let's let's give her option B just Ob- in case. Option B
0: is I want you to call my friends at Xander Insurance, okay? And here's what Xander is. They're they're a broker and they call okay. a whole bunch of different companies and get you the best rates. And I want you to be honest and talk with um the broker and say we got some foundation issues. We called our insurance company and then they did this to us and let them yes. walk you through what the next step is. If they tell you, I'm sorry, this means your house is completely uninsurable. Well, now you know, but I bet that's not going to be the case. Mm-hmm. That is. Okay. Okay. And that gives you option two. Here is not option three. I don't want you going <laughs> out and borrowing $70,000 on this yes, house. That's right. Okay you okay. think you're stressed now
1: that's not
0: passion <laughs> well you yeah you think you're stressed now you put seven you you go upside down on your house on foundation repair and you're not gonna be able to sleep or
2: breathe yeah okay yeah okay
0: I love the idea of sitting down getting one or two not not one getting two or three different um um quotes, quotes. on this And have them do it in stages. And what they're going to want to do is come do it all at the same time. You can look at them and smile and say, I'm going to pay for cash Mm -hmm. as I go. Mm -hmm. I need you to break this up into have to have right now, right this second, what's stage two, what's stage three, and Mm -hmm. on and on and on. Okay?
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, Mm -hmm. these are those moments where you being brutally honest with whoever's coming to your house and doing those estimates, they're going to, because there's a real person on the other side of that, right? And if you say to them, hey, you know, like, this is going to cost $70,000. Here's what the insurance told us. We cannot afford to lose this house. You know, our interest rate, we can't go into another market where the interest rate is going to be 7%. Like, if you start talking like that to a human being, and you're showing that you're a human being too, a lot of times you will be surprised at what they're able to meet you at. And if you can have them you know, kind of shift into your shoes of like, you know, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And, you know, is there any way, because if you were in this situation, I mean, it seems like you would want to do the same thing. If you can get them thinking like that, that's good.
0: And by the way, yeah. 70000 bucks on a $150,000 home, what are they doing? Man. Are they going to lift your whole house and redo the whole, all the blocking underneath the whole thing? Well,
1: that's, yeah, that's the thing too, where we've had like three people to come out and give estimates. And 70000 was like at the top of the list. But they're all, three of them are saying three different things. One is saying, oh, we can just waterproof it. The other one is saying, oh, we can put beams up and push the wall out. And then the third one is saying we have to redo the entire
0: wall. Of course.
2: Let me ask you this, uh, Sarah. How do you feel about it? Because I'm listening to you talk and I'm like, dude, if I was in my house and they're telling me there's structural damage and like what my house can crumble on me and my family there is part of me, John, that's like, get me out. I'm out. Yeah. I don't trust any of y'all to make sure that this is right, <laughs> especially if y'all are all telling me something different. Is that Does that hit a nerve at all?
1: Um, it did at first. Um, we were actually in the process of trying to move and list our house, but when I just looked at the numbers, it just didn't seem worth it to yeah. me. As, I, as Dave Ramsey y'all said, I'd rather eat beans and rice mm. and just thug it out. Yeah. And keep my current home because I love the home. That okay. We're in. There you okay. Go.
0: So you then that's a- what you do. So it, it may be cool. that you have to bite the bullet on this one and pay to have it waterproof so you can get it through the insurance. And yeah. then you're going to have to save up money and have them come put piers in that wall mm-hmm. and lift the house up and level it and go th- with piers. And that's going to not only get you through inspection, but it's going to, the whole house is going to be structurally sound right and yes it would be cool if i could do a complete frame off restoration of my truck i can't afford to do that but i can replace the shocks right and it's going to drive great and it's going to be safe and so it might be finding some middle ground over time but call our friends at xander and get some updates on the insurance because you may want to tell your insurance company you know what i fire you i fire you <laughs> hey this is the first hour in the books we'll be right back on the ramsey show Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, get out of debt, do work that they love, and create incredible relationships and speak clearly. We help with that, too. I'm John Deloney, joined here by my friend Jade Warshaw, and we have um, the lines open 888-825-5225. That's 888 888-825- 825 Five two two five. Let's run out to New Hampshire and talk to Dylan. What's up, Dylan? How we doing?
6: Hey, I uh, just had a quick question for you both. Uh, I'm assuming John, you'll be able to answer this a little better, but you might. You hey, know, hey might Jay getting way I'm just smarter than me. <laughs> well, we'll see how it goes. Um, so it would seem that my mom is boycotting my rehearsal and my rehearsal dinner because I changed, uh, a small plan.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I might be able to answer this yeah. one. Cause I know about that. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm okay, laughing with okay. you, man.
0: Like, so okay. what, <laughs> what'd you do, Richard? What'd you, <laughs> what did you change? That was so bad.
6: So I'll run it quick. So, um, you know, back months ago when we gave them the opportunity to, uh, kind of plan the dinner it's not what we wanted originally we told them you know we just wanted to have pizza and go back to the airbnb and just have a good time with the bridal party well my mom absolutely insisted on um paying for this and making you know a big dinner and we go out and all this and that And obviously you know listening to you guys I like, trying to save as much money as possible but mm-hmm. uh she wasn't on board with that um and you know i gave her the opportunity for months and months and months and a few days ago i talked to her and told her i'm like hey we're really thinking about switching back to our original plan and I was like, I'll give you a few days to uh, figure it out. Well, I just waited one day and I was like, you know what? I should do what I really want to do. It's my special day. You know, and my, yeah, of course my fiance's too. But, um, and I decided I'm like, hey, this is what we're going to do instead. Um, so and, I didn't, you know, I kind I of didn't of see this coming, decision, but
0: I didn't see this coming, but I want to lean on you a little bit and you push back. Okay. Of course. Why would you take this from your mom? It's like a dinner that she's paying for.
6: Be, well, just because it's originally not what we wanted, and she I, I should add to this, too. She started inviting a bunch of people that we didn't want there. There it is. Yeah, there. there we go. I, okay. Well, and that, too. Yeah. Lead with that, brother. Lead, lead with that, because that, well, that changes the game. But that, was, that wasn't the biggest issue, I don't think. It's that she didn't really respect that we originally wanted to do something else. Uh, sure.
2: That, that's, and that's how I took it. Bro. Dylan, is there strings attached to this? As in? As in? I'm doing this for you, so somewhere down the line, there's going to be an expectation of something I want from you?
6: You know, there. I, I'm not going to go as far as that, but it's not yeah, yes. a possibility. Oh, I, yes. know, I
5: know about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right,
0: so here's here's the deal. This is as is, is heartbreaking and complicated as this is. This is very, very simple. You made a grown-up choice. And with all grown-up choices, there always comes grown-up consequences to those choices. Unfortunately, your mom is choosing to act like a child. And I mean that with all due respect. I don't like talking about people's Uh, mamas, but here we are.
6: Oh, I've said it a few times.
0: right. (laughs) So one of the hardest things I think any of us will experience is when somebody we love opts out of relationship with us. Because they're choosing to be immature because they are making our whatever, how we're raising our kid, what school our kid goes to, our choice of diet, our whatever you want to say, they make our lives about them. Yeah. And she is choosing to not be in relationship with you and your wife during your big day. And that just hurts. And so it's a both end. I want you to spend time even just for a few minutes. Saying like this sucks, man. I want my mom at my wedding. I hate that she's acting like this. And you and I both know she acts like this on other things too. This isn't isolated, right?
6: No,
2: not at all. Awesome. And can I add something? Of course. She's gonna come to your dinner. Well, I think she's I'm gonna hoping, come. I'm hoping. I'm hoping.
0: So I would I write her a letter. There
2: so bad.
0: <laughs> I, hey, here's, I would write her a letter that she can go back to over and over and over again, and say we really it would mean the world to us that you come. I know that you you wanted a big a big thing, and I'm so grateful that you're honoring us for this one. We really want you here.
6: Yeah, I mean I, the thing is that she, uh, I mean she won't even come to the rehearsal, which I which is the worst part to me. I'm okay if she didn't want to come to the dinner.
2: She's, she's saying that kind of rowdy and she's saying that, and I don't know her, so I may be totally off base. I think that this is her last ditch effort to get her way on this, and my uh, yeah. I would probably be willing to put a mm, couple. I put some chips on the table on this that she's going to end up there. I don't think she's going to miss her son's major days over this. Now, maybe I don't know her and, and I'm com- completely wrong, but uh, something tells me that when the rubber hits the road, she's going to be there.
0: What about your old man? Have you talked to him about it?
6: Yeah, I actually spoke to him today and he just initially, you know, it's the first time. Also keep in mind, my mo- my mother won't talk to me at all. She will not talk to me. Of course, um, Well,
0: you ruined her life. Jerk. Oh,
6: well, you know, yeah, absolutely. You're ripping her heart out. Um, but I did speak to my dad this morning and he was saying that she just feels hurt and that yeah. it doesn't have anything to do with the dinner, which I don't believe because this kind of stuff has happened before, where sure. she doesn't get her way in this, which I don't believe. But, uh, well, he's probably I, been covering think... her
0: for her for a long time too, right?
6: Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously he has to take her side in most cases and I don't blame him, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, no, I spoke to him. And, so yeah, if she uh, will talk kind of to you, it, uh,
0: the best, the best I can tell you is what I would do in your situation. And that would be, I would write a letter and I would do my best to deliver it by hand. If you love in the same, if y'all live in the same community, put it in her mailbox by hand. I was at
6: her house yesterday. Okay.
0: And <laughs> let her have something. Cause listen, if you call her, if you text her, she is going to hear that one time in her, through her filter of Dylan is trying to ruin my life. Yeah. yeah. And Dylan's going to embarrass me because I'm in charge of the dinner and everyone's going to ask me why I just did pizza. And it, it, it's all about her. But if you write it exactly. down people can go back to the letter and back to it and back to it and sometimes not always but sometimes that truth has a way of distilling itself down and she can rest in he wants me there him and his wife are just trying to do things a little bit differently it's not about me etc and you hope yeah. that's the case <laughs> but
6: we all have open but that's, that's a great not idea the
0: truth. and tell your dad we really really want both of y'all there
6: Oh, I, t- I told him that. I-, I told him that this morning when I spoke to him. I'm like, okay. if the worst case scenario happens, I'm like, please, dad, be at my wedding. Yes. Like, at the very least. Yes. I'm like, yeah, so um, Yeah, no, it's pretty crazy. But I hate it for anyway. you. Yeah. I
0: hate it for yeah,
2: you. I appreciate it. Thank
6: you, though. But yeah, that was pretty much it. I appreciate you guys. Yeah,
0: I don't get to, it's not every day I get to talk to somebody who just willy-nilly rips his mom's heart out, right, Jay? Dude,
2: Jane? look, when it comes to these <laughs> weddings, it's like that, like, if I had done what all the parents had wanted, I would have been married in a different state. I would have been got, I would have gotten married on a different date. I would have gotten married, you know, in a different dress. Like they all have their preferences, but at the end of the day it is your it's your,
0: it, it's your day. Sure and sometimes it's just a dinner, do the dinner. But if it is that big of a deal, you made a grown-up choice and mm-hmm. that comes with grown-up consequences. That's right. Hey, this is the Ramsey Show. We'll be right back. Fake it till you make it. It's popular career advice,
8: but it doesn't work for very long. If you don't love what you do, you can't fake the enthusiasm and energy you need to win at work. You also can't fake your physical health and energy. Everybody knows we should eat more fruits and veggies, but fruit chews and veggie chips don't count. If you aren't winning physically, I promise you're limiting your opportunities to win professionally. Folks, I know you're going hard right now to pay off debt and get ahead professionally. You need another gear. And that's why Balance of Nature will help you. They help me. They give me the benefits of fresh, whole fruits and veggies in just seconds. The blend of 31 different fruits and veggies is powdered in an advanced process that locks in the nutrients. So go to balanceofnature.com and enter the promo code RAMSEY to get 35% off your first order and lock in a lifetime price as a preferred customer. That's balanceofnature.com with the promo code RAMSEY for 35% off your first order.
0: This is The Ramsey Show. What's up? We're so glad you're with us. 888-825-5225. Hey, Jade, um, I'm reading this CNN.com article. says Americans ran up $105 billion in credit card interest last year alone, and about 1 in 10, about 10% of general purpose credit card accounts in the United States were in what they call persistent debt, which mm. is this loop you can't get out because yeah. the interest and fees are more than the minimum payments.
2: Yeah. Wow.
0: Wow. Says um, the industry uses rewards to get you in. You think you're going to pay everything off every month, but then some things don't go as planned. Yeah. That's the whole purpose of this show. People get stuck, and they get um, and and it just gets in this loop. And this is just the people in persistent debt. This does not include the other ninety percent that are locked in at some shape, form, or fashion to become part of their life. That's right. You and Rachel Cruz have partnered up with Every Dollar, the greatest budgeting app in the universe to do some trainings. Tell us about them.
2: That's right. So you're going to hear us talk about this all the time. This is something that we're doing consistently about two times a month. We're hosting webinars here at Ramsey Solutions they are totally free. And the webinars are to teach you how to budget because we hear, I mean, for a lot of people, budgeting is a new concept, or if it's not completely new, you were doing it before, but you didn't realize you were doing it the wrong way. That's why it wasn't working for you. So we're giving up an hour and a half of our time A couple of times a month so that you can get this knowledge and so that you can break free from that paycheck to paycheck cycle so that you can learn how to budget. And not just with any app, we want you to learn how to budget with every dollar. And so not only is the webinar free, but you can download every dollar and start using that app for free. So we want to help you guys. And this is how we're going to do it. All you need to do is show up. It's during your lunch break. I say it all the time. You can sit and eat your sub sandwich. You can eat your lean cuisine and no one's going to know that you have broccoli in your teeth because you're going to be on the interwebs with us. You don't have to show your face. You can just get this good knowledge and change your life.
0: And I I just want to talk to the folks out there who are rolling their eyes. If I say something like, hey, uh, how do you lose weight? And um, a friend of mine who's uh, Dr. Lane Norton, one of the best nutritionists on the planet, says, "Uh, diet and exercise. I can go, "Uh, you know, thanks, right? And of course, there's so much more to it than that. But I look at someone like that, like Lane, who's ripped. He wins these these awards. He's got a PhD in it. And I just think to myself, I'm just going to go figure it out, right? Mm. And I don't have the courage to say, I need some help. Like uh, yeah. can you walk me through this? And I he's a friend of mine so he'll walk me through at, at the at the microscope level, at the big le- at the macro level. This is very similar. Yes. It's easy to say, "Okay, I'll make a budget." Okay, the reality is if people knew how to do this, we wouldn't have this mess that oh,
2: we've got. Oh,
0: 100%. Right? And so have the courage mm-hmm. to be vulnerable and say All right. I'm going to tune in. I'm going to go to everydollar.com slash budgeting. everydollar.com slash budgeting. I'm gonna sit there for an hour and a half and I'm gonna actually get the tools on how to do
2: this. Yeah, and if you don't wanna talk, you don't have to talk. You can let everybody else do the talking or if you're like, no, I have specific questions, you can put those questions in the chat. We answer them uh, or you can come on live and you can actually talk with us and ask your questions. So this is super interactive. And like you said, this is not just us saying, yeah, I spend less money than you make. This is us going in and giving you the actual recipe. Okay, here's how you go in and actually do it. These are the, the macro steps in order to get this done. So-
0: and by the way, Microbe. this is me just, again, being vulnerable. I have taken the headset off on this very stage that I'm sitting on right now and asked Dave a budgeting question. Mm-hmm. I've asked, I've called George and said, hey man, how do I, I do this for a living and yeah. I'm still getting some coaching, right? Yeah. And so it's there's no shame in the game. Just <laughs> seek peace in your life. And if you don't have the skills go to www.everydollar.com slash budgeting. Mm -hmm. And I also understand that I make myself look 108 years, sound 108 years old when I said www. You did. Go to everydollar.com slash budgeting. (laughs) Sign up. The seats are limited, so get up there and do it. And join Jay, join (laughs) Rachel for one of these budgeting... Trainings, man, get it done, get it done, get it done. All right, the neighborly question of the day. The question of the day is sponsored by Neighborly, your hub for home services. When a disaster like a fire or flood strikes, strikes. Neighborly's Rainbow Restoration offers homeowners full restoration services, plus mold remediation, carpet cleaning, odor removal, and more. Mm. Download the Neighborly app now to find Rainbow Restoration Services near you.
2: All right. Today's question comes from Manuel in Arizona. He says, I'm getting married to the love of my life. I am Mexican-American, born in the U.S. and raised in Mexico. I'm a dentist, and I'm also on track to pay off my student loans in the next year. I make about $300,000 a year. My my fiance is an endodontist in Mexico. Uh, When we get married, she has agreed to move to the U.S. with me, which means she will no longer be able to practice dentistry. Uh, We have talked about this, and she has agreed to become a stay-at-home wife, especially when we have kids. I make, mo- I make enough money to be able to support a family, but I'm afraid of my wife not being able to adjust to not making money. Yeah. What is the best way to handle this and allow her to keep some individuality when it comes to finances? She has worked really hard to become a doctor and she has made good money in Mexico as an endodontist the last few years. It will be a big change to have to depend on me financially. Ooh, Lord. Look, um... I, I'm gonna say something brief and then I'm gonna let John take this away. Uh, the biggest and best thing you can do is to flip the script and put yourself in her shoes and how would it feel if you moved countries and let go of a degree that you worked really hard for and a you know a career path that you worked very hard for that you enjoyed doing, um, when I hear the words that says she agreed to move to the US and she agreed, that she will no longer be able to practice dentistry. There's part of that, and she has agreed to become a stay-at-home wife. There's part of that that makes it seem like this was your suggestion, and she's like, okay.
0: They're working it, through a contract.
2: Yeah. yeah. That, go ahead, John.
0: No, you, you keep going.
2: Uh, my I, Just as a woman, there is part of that that's like, the way this sounds, the way it's worded, and it might be the way it's worded is it does sound to me like on down the line she could look up and feel resentful and feel like I gave up everything for this and I'm not sure that I wanted to do that and where is your sacrifice?
0: There you go. And so I, in, in my house, my wife was Dr. Deloney before I was. Yeah. And then when we made a move for my job and my me trying to get my head screwed back on straight when mm-hmm. I was struggling with mental health stuff, She went to work part-time at a local school. And so she went from Dr. Deloney to Hey Miss in one year. Wow! And then she went to Hey, I'm going to stay at home for a season. And now she's an author and coaches women, does a bunch of their stuff. But all along the way, there was this big identity shift. Mm -hmm. And there was some big changes. And what I've come to find out by just sitting with countless women over the last decade, there's no way to win, right? You're not a home enough or you're home too much or you need to be making more money or how dare you make money instead of... There's just a guilt industry designed to to keep women from ever getting both feet on the ground.
2: I'm here for that.
0: And so I think the best, the, what I've learned, Manuel, through my trial and error, and I've made many, many mistakes along the way, is I want to back up 30,000 feet and know this. Anxiety is your body trying to anticipate future train wrecks and solve them in the present. So you are Going into this, trying to reverse engineer what might happen, what she might feel like, challenges she might have down the road. That's going to be a recipe for disaster. What I want you both to do is to say, every 30 days, we're going to check in on this transition. Mm -hmm. How can I best love you right now? Mm -hmm. And expect there to be... Lost. There's grief. I was Heck a doctor, yeah. and now I'm sitting at home cleaning up spit up all day long. Yeah. Or maybe she's free. Maybe she hated being That's a doctor. That's true. Yeah. So she gets to drive that. Yeah. And I want you to create, Manuel, a home where it's okay for her, her to be sad on some days, for her to be cheering on some days. And your question all the time is, how can I love you this week? How can I love I like you that. next week? And... When she says, hey, this staying-at-home thing's not for me, let's have that conversation then. Yeah. But let's don't try to predict every bad thing and try to solve it right now because you're going to create chaos and anxiety in your house week by week, month by month, year by year. This is The Ramsey Show. We'll be right back. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm John Deloney, joined by Jade Warshaw, 888-825-5225. Let's go out to Indianapolis and talk to... Madison. What's up, Madison? Hello. How are we doing?
1: Good. I have a question. So, I'm wondering if I should sell my personal car and just use my boyfriend's company car, his personal car, to pay
2: off some of my debt. Hmm. You want to sell your car to use your boyfriend's company car? Correct. I don't think that that's a good idea. (laughs) This doesn't end well. Yeah, yeah, because this is where my mind goes. I'm going to just say it. What happens if you get in an accident in your boyfriend's company car, which means the company's paying for him to use it for work transportation?
1: So I have coverage through his work. We actually work for the same
2: company. Do you have coverage on his vehicle or you have coverage because you just work there? Like you're listed on have, his vehicle.
1: Correct. On both of them. So his personal car and his company car. I have coverage.
2: Okay. So it's it's completely kosher. Yes.
1: And my car essentially is just sitting in the driveway right now. And I, I don't touch it. So I don't know if I'm losing money by it just sitting there. Um, I still owe on it. So I'm still making payments. But I just, I don't know if it's beneficial to just have my car sitting here and not use it. Or if I should sell it. I think I that's different.
0: Me. I think that's independent from him. Okay. I'm more nervous about you. You're going to be very exposed.
1: Okay.
0: And I know, and when I say this, you're going to go, not us. It would never happen. <laughs> no, I
1: know. No, I know. I understand. But you know what and I mean? That's like why I wanted to ask. Yeah.
0: I, I, if you're my sister or you're my daughter or you're just one of my buddies, who's a woman, I would tell you if he marries you, great. Y'all make financial decisions together, and y'all go in and share a car and all that.
2: Yeah. If
0: it's a boyfriend, I mean, Jade and I would not have jobs if every every well laid plan ended right. And so and you're you're selling your car, yeah. exposing yourself to him and his company, which happens to be your yeah. company too. That's just a lot of you are hitching your wagon to some unsecure horses and getting dragged <laughs> into the wild. Right. That's that just makes me nervous.
2: What's your car worth that's sitting in the driveway? About nine thousand. Nine thousand. Is it in it, it? Is it paid off, or you have payments on it still?
1: I have. I'm still making payments, so that's my biggest thing. Is I'm paying insurance,
2: I'm p- making my monthly payments, and I'm not using it. And how much do you still owe on it? About five thousand. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep it.
0: I'd okay. pay keep it off.
2: It. Yeah, keep it and pay it off.
0: How quickly can you pay it off? You're-
2: so that's, that's kind of the
1: second part of this. I have some debt, and I just don't know how to approach my debt and what's the most important thing to pay off first.
2: Okay, let's figure um, that out. What uh, List your okay. debts for me, just as however so, they come to mind.
1: Okay, so I have credit card, which is about 3000 Okay. I have um, house. So we actually have
2: a house. So do you want me to include my mortgage? Uh, who's, who's listed on the Both loan? Both of us. Both of you are listed on it? Yes. All right. We'll get to that in a minute. All right. Um, <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> Madison courthouse this weekend. Yeah.
2: We'll deal with that. <laughs>
0: Protect yourself.
2: Yes. Okay. What else? And then
1: Appliances. We have about 4,000.
0: Oh Lord.
1: Okay. Keep going. And then um, my car was about 5,000 and then I have medical debt mm-hmm. and that's a big one. And I've, I've paid a lot of it down and that's about 1500 now.
2: Okay, so it's only fifteen hundred. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the mortgage. Just so I know, uh, what is it? <laughs> it's like, about nineteen hundred a month. Yeah, but how much is it the total? Oh, total is about two hundred thousand. Two hundred thousand. Okay, like John said, how, you guys need to get married.
0: You're playing house. Just, <laughs> just and, do it. And
2: this is not like for religious reasons. This is for you to protect yourself legally because if it right. hits the fan this is going to be so messy and so crazy that you're yeah. protecting yourself by making sure that this is all legally wrapped up in a marriage. Um, yeah. Does he have any debt? He does not. He does not. Okay. So until you get married, but you're getting married this weekend, <laughs> right. um, we're going to list these debts and he, and I'm, I'm, I'm laughing, but I'm being serious. Like get yourself the certificate, yeah. go online and do the certificate. And then you guys plan a party for later and have champagne and have it fun. But for now, let's get this legal stuff locked up. Is there any reason that he would not want to do that?
1: So when we graduated college, um, we sat down and we had a conversation and it really came down to
2: what do we want to do first?
1: And I'll be honest. We both agreed that we would rather go with the house first
2: because of,
1: because we wanted to live somewhere. So our landlord actually, um, told us about 30 days before our lease was ending that he was no longer going to be renting and he was selling the house, so we didn't have much time to really find a place to live. So that's when we started looking for houses, and we lived with his parents for a few months.
0: So you solved a 30-day, uh-oh, with a 30-year commitment?
2: Yes. (laughs) And that doesn't really, that still doesn't really answer my question. My question was, if you said, hey, I want to get married this weekend, so we're protecting both of our butts in this marriage— is there any reason that he would not want to do that? That was my question.
1: I don't think so. I think it's more of just the traditional essence of.
0: Y'all wanting have busted to have up a I was going to say, Yo. y'all don't care about traditions. Traditions. <laughs> traditions gone.
9: <laughs>
1: it's not
2: those traditions. You guys, hey, y'all okay. guys borrowed
0: money on a dishwasher. Y'all have thrown tradition out the window.
2: <laughs> <laughs> But I guess what I'm trying to get at is I want to make sure that he understands that we're not playing house forever And honestly, legally, you need to be protected and you need to make him understand that, hey, if this goes south, there is nothing that is going to um, there is no way that this is going to be decided fairly because there's no marriage here. So if you guys break up and you cheat on him or he cheats on you or you just dislike each other, you have a house Mm -hmm. together and right. he can just up and leave and leave you with that debt or you can just up and leave and leave him with that debt or he you know what i'm saying what? there's so much tied up no, here's, here's what makes yeah. me scared.
0: here's what makes me scared and I, and we're we're consciously leaning on the other side of the seesaw cuz you're on the happy side oh my gosh like how oh great it's awesome right we're on the other side if something goes sideways in your job if something right. goes sideways in your relationship you don't and you have sold your car and you're just driving around town in his car. You don't have a mm-hmm. home. You don't have a car. You don't have a job. And here's what's important right. about that. You know that risk and you and I'm going to believe you that risk is very very small. Mm-hmm. But do you know what doesn't know that risk profile? Your amygdala. The part of your brain that is designed mm-hmm. to keep you safe all the time. It knows one tiny misstep and you are homeless carless, unsafe, without groceries. And your body would be failing you if it let you sleep all night in this current situation. Your yeah. body would be failing you. If it let you have deep connected, intimate moments with your boyfriend, because it's trying to not die. And so when we talk about like, dude, go do this now, your whole body goes, whoo. And if it, if the thought of, getting everything lined up so that you could feel safe. If that makes you feel more anxious and more scared, then y'all go see a pre-marriage counselor tomorrow because y'all need to deal with that reality. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. It, and so it, it's, it's us loving you because we just see the other side of this, this thing going sideways.
2: And no one plans for that, no, by the way, nobody plans right. for that. And right.
0: I wouldn't wish that on you for one Not at second. All. I want this to work out perfectly and I want it happily ever after mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Right. But whoo, man, you're exposed, 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 exposed.
2: But to answer your money questions, we've just told you how to handle your anxiety and your relational questions. Mm
3: -hmm. Once you
2: get married this weekend, you guys are listing the step from smallest to largest. And now you're combining and getting after this together right? With your combined income, combined efforts, your debt now becomes his debt. Both of your paychecks now become our paychecks. Both of your debt becomes our debt. And you guys move through this and you process it together. If you're not going to get married, if you're like, hey, I don't care what you guys say, then you pay this off by yourself. And you need to look into a way of getting one of your names off of that mortgage. All right. And figure out how to do that. Because if you're not going to get married, you don't both need to be on this deed.
0: Work two jobs, three jobs, make it happen, get this debt paid off ASAP.
3: We'll be right back. It's the last call for our two-night virtual event, Dave Ramsey's Investing Essentials. It's set for May 21 and 22, and you do not want to miss this. I'll unpack my personal playbook on investing and real estate and show you how you can feel confident in your investments, too. Tickets are $199. Snag a VIP ticket, and you'll get two sessions with a Ramsey-preferred coach. You can join from anywhere. Go to RamseySolutions.com events and get your ticket today.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. Hey, listen, if you are sick and tired of all the financial, just the downer financial news, and it's you're finally waking up to the fact that nobody in Washington's coming to save you, and you listen to this show, and you've been listening to this show, and you just think, gosh, I wish everybody would just pull their heads out and start living these principles...
2: Pull their heads out of where, John. Any orifice,
0: <laughs> any orifice they have shoved it in. Um, <laughs> um and you think, how do I get this out there? You don't have to spend one penny. All we need you to do is leave a five-star review, click subscribe, put the little thumbs up button wherever you're consuming this, please. Um subscribe to it, push the buttons, like it, all the things, and it kicks it up into the algorithms, and it puts this in front of hurting people who Google can't breathe in so much debt. How do I help my wife feel better about our finances? Then it kicks these videos up because you all have taken just 10 seconds to um, do this. It doesn't cost any money, and it helps out your neighbors. It helps out us. It helps out you. It helps out everybody. The only way this mess gets solved in this country is from the bottom up grassroots homes like yours and mine deciding we're unplugging from the matrix and we're going to make different decisions so thank you so much for your continued support let's roll out to columbia south carolina and talk to the powerful haley what's up haley
1: hey good day. how john how are you
0: good how are you
1: i wish i could be better honestly mm-hmm.
10: well what's um, up
1: I was hoping to get some input on how to best address certain financial behaviors in my family while also financially preparing myself for my future at the same time. Mm.
0: Okay, go for it. Unpack that Um, for us.
1: Right. So I'm 25. I'm set to graduate with my master's and take board exams um, to be a clinical informaticist in the next year.
0: Congratulations.
1: Thank you. Um, I did have to move home due to COVID and it being my graduate year that year, a lot of job opportunities kind of fell off. So, um, I was required to basically get my, it took the time to get myself financially together. Um, moving home, I realized how awful really our finances were. Um, I'm kind of treated like the family bank
0: slash
1: emergency fund. Yes. Um, Anytime any emergency repairs or anything come up, I'm usually the go-to person to go and fix it. Mm -hmm. Um, I've honestly contributed financially to my family for years. The earliest memory would be 10, balancing checkbooks, helping Mm -hmm. to pay light or water, choosing between light and water. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Do you still live at home? Right
1: now, I'm really trying to get myself in a better place as far as, Getting student loan pay, paid off, which will be done within the next at least three or four years. Um, Haley, do you st- Haley, Haley, Haley,
0: Haley, 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 do you still live at home? Yes, sir. Okay, when are you moving out? I need a date.
1: The target date would be January of 2025.
0: There's no way. After you-
1: all board exams are over. Why?
0: You got to move that way up. Yeah. And you know that, right?
2: Yes, sir. Yeah. Can I ask you why you why you feel feel like you need to stay home until that point, or why you felt like you needed to stay home until that point? Um. In twenty twenty five. Gosh, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to cry. No, it's okay. Um, it's heavy.
0: It's, this is heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Listen. Let Let me just say this before you answer it. No ten year old should be paying their parents' water bill. Period. And I'm sorry that you, as a 10-year-old, had to take that responsibility on. And it's going to be the 25-year-old you who's walking across the stage with a graduate degree. I'm so proud of you. It's going to take your 25-year-old having a hard conversation, maybe for the first time, and saying, the gravy train stops here. And then you're going to feel guilty beyond all guilt. And they're going to come after you and say all the mean things about you. And they don't get a vote. They've used you long enough. Fair? Yes, sir. Okay. So when's your move out date?
1: Now would be after exams, which would be June of next
2: year. Nope. Let's 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 help you figure. Let's help you move this up. Let's help you move it up. Okay. Are you earning any money right now? Yes, ma'am. How much are you earning?
1: Approximately thirty. I'll say thirty-six a year. What's that right per now? month?
2: What are you taking home per month? Taking home per month would at least be twenty-one to twenty-two. Okay, so you're thousand. Okay, and hundred. Sorry, I'm. So I, sorry. I I got you. And you've got your right. student loans, right? How much are those? I'm currently still in school. Okay, so they're not due. Great. Any other debt that would hold you back? No, ma'am, that's it. No, ma'am, that's it. That's excellent. Okay, let's start doing some research this weekend. When you get off the call, I want you looking around your area. Have you done that yet to see what an apartment would cost? A one-bedroom, one-bathroom in, in a part of town that's safe? And that would get you where you need to go as far as school is and everything or put, else is putting concerned.
0: Putting up a note in the grad school office and saying roommate needed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I have, and I honestly, I I start and then I back out because I feel starts to feel guilty.
0: Yes. Yeah. And so you've probably heard me say this a hundred times. I'm going to say it ten thousand more times before I'm done being on the air. From this point forward. I want you to choose guilt over resentment every time. And here's why. You are choosing to avoid feeling guilty. And in the process, you're coming to hate your family. Fair? That's fair. Okay. Let's don't do that to them. Let's don't do that to them. Let's choose to draw boundaries that are going to keep us safe and keep us whole. And let's choose to separate where it's appropriate. And it's been appropriate for you for a long, long time. Because I can almost guarantee you that they don't have their hooks in you just financially. But it's emotionally too, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. You're worth being free. And your parents got to learn how to pay their bills. What happens if you disappear? You go get an apartment and you're out. What happens to them?
1: Um, as far as I know, financially, already in holes in various places, um, there's no retirement anymore. There's. I had, at one point, started a college fund. I did not know that was liquidated until just before I was applying to college. Mm.
0: So your parents stole from you?
1: They, well, they, the they class, stole I don't you. want to say it like that. I, I'm going to. They stole it. from you. They did.
0: They stole from their child. Not okay. I want you to put 60 days on the calendar and I want you to come up with a plan even if you have to take some more hours and I want you after finals this semester mm-hmm. I want you moving out over Christmas if that's possible. It's possible. You're worth being free my friend. How does that sound?
1: Honestly, they're ragging. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: They've probably been telling you for a long time that not only can they not live without you, but that you're nothing without them, right? Close. Yeah, you are. You have been doing the hard work of changing an entire family tree not only by yourself, but in spite of all the people hanging on. You're about to find out you are stronger than you ever thought possible. You've grown muscles in places that most of us never have to, because we don't have that kind of trauma.
2: And the muscles aren't to drag them along.
0: That's right. I want you to go see your, your college counselor, college counseling center. You pay into that fee, and there's some great college counselors out there. Go sit down and say, I want to make a transition plan. It's time for me to get these chains off my arms and legs and for me to fly on my own. We love you. We're so grateful for you. This is The Ramsey Show. Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people get out of debt, build wealth, find jobs and purpose that they love and grow incredible relationships i'm john deloney joined by my great friend jade warshaw and we are taking your calls on just about everything 888-825-5225 is 888 5225 let's run out to new Ham- back to new hampshire and talk to james what's up james how are we doing man good you good 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 what's up man
9: um, my question is: Should I pay off my credit cards, or should I finish repairs on my apartment to gain in- more income?
2: Your apartment to gain income? It's are you yes. are, you're not living in the apartment? You're renting it out?
9: So um, I ha- my house is kind of like a duplex, but not really like okay. a duplex. So I right now I live in the house, and I have two roommates helping me pay the mortgage. Okay. Um, and then I could you know it's going to cost me a, a, a good chunk to finish it. I, it's. I've been going through. Every time I rip open a wall, I find more and more issues.
2: Yeah, so yeah, I'm probably gonna stop walls. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, um. Okay. So you live in this house? You've got two of your buddies living there with you, rent free.
9: Um. I'm pretty much yeah. I'm pretty much rent free right now.
2: Pretty much, or you are? Oh yeah, I, I am. Okay. <laughs> so how much debt do you have? Uh including the credit cards. Put all of it in there. Tell me all of it.
9: Uh just um seventy seven and a half thousand.
2: Did you say just seven and se- seventy seven and a half thousand? Yeah. Okay. That's okay.
9: it. That's like that's credit cards, personal loans and car loans.
2: Okay, so let's break it down. What's the personal loan?
9: Personal I have two. It's um just under twenty grand.
2: Okay, ten thousand each?
9: Um, one's like eight, the other one's like 12.
2: Okay. And then what else? Keep going through the rest of it. Um, credit cards. Um, no, sorry. Two car loans. Um, one's
9: 17, one's like 16.
2: 17,000 and Um, 16,000?
0: Why do you have two cars, homie? I have three. Um, I
9: have my truck that I bought years ago. Um, I use it to do a bunch of stuff. I, I, I drive back and forth from, um, New Hampshire to California for work. Is that um, one paid that for? Out, um, my truck. Um, no, that's the one that I owe seventeen for.
2: Okay, is the third car paid for, or does that one have a note as well? Yes.
9: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a twenty thirteen Prius.
2: Okay, the twenty thirteen Prius is paid for. What's it worth?
9: Uh, like probably what I paid for sixty five to seven.
0: No chance. How many miles does it have on it?
9: One hundred uh, sixty nine thousand.
0: It's worth, I bet you can get 10 for it. But that's okay. the I right, know. Yeah. Go so, to Kelly Blue Book. You can get 10 for it.
9: Keep going through the steps. Yeah, um But the thing is with the free is I, I want oh, to... Just go through the steps. Hurt. Keep going through the steps. I derailed yeah. us. That's
0: my bad. Keep going through the steps.
9: Um, I owe...
2: So we did personal loan one, personal loan two, car one, car two. Keep going, rolling down yeah, and that. And then
9: um, I owe like... One credit card is like seven, another one's um, a little over two grand. okay. Um, there's another one that's like six or seven okay and, and I think it's one that's the on top of my head I, yeah uh, then I think another one's like four.
2: So how do you feel right now listing out all that debt?
9: Yeah, it's not great.
2: yeah. um what's the house worth this duplex house? um if you were to sell it i think
9: i don't know like 335 maybe i hope and what would it bring in profit um i owe 213 on right now
2: okay so not much no okay um how old are you
9: uh 29 i'll be 30 in february
2: when did you buy this house this duplex uh
9: in december 2019
2: december 2019 Yep. Uh, you need to sell this house. You're doing, you're going about everything in the wrong direction. And apparently it needs, like you said, every time you open up a wall, there's something more than it needs. And you need to sell this house. You need to sell this Prius. And I want you getting in an apartment with those same two <laughs> roommates, only this time they're paying part of the, the rent. And I want you to get yourself a clean slate and let's restart this. And let's knock these debts out one by one so that you can breathe. It sounds like you, here's what, when I look at this, here's what I see. I see a guy who wants to be successful financially, but went about all the wrong ways to actually do it. And it's backfiring and it's causing you to call two people that you've never met on the radio to get help. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I want you to be successful financially too. Can we both agree that maybe you went down the wrong path?
9: Uh, yeah, possibly, yeah. Well, some things, yes. All things.
2: Which things do you think you did right? (laughs) I'm just curious. (laughs) Which things are right for you in this equation?
9: Um, my job and my truck, probably, because I I do make money with my truck and my car.
2: Okay, so job is good. What kind of job do you have, by the way?
9: Um, I work for the government. I fix, um, warships.
2: Oh, cool. And what are you earning doing that?
9: Um, this year I should, um, hit 98, hopefully a hundred.
2: Good. And so the 17,000 one, that was your work truck, right? Yes. Okay. The 16,000 one, we're selling that. We don't need it. So you can sell that one and let's keep the Prius. If you, if you can't use your work truck for like everyday stuff, let's flip it. And if, but if you can use your work truck for day to day, then let's sell the Prius and car number two. Yeah. Yeah. So that clears out quite a bit of debt right there already. And then after that, we've got these personal loans and we can just work through those bit by bit by bit. And if you sell this house, it's not going to bring much, but whatever it brings, we're going to put on the smallest debt and we're going to pay that one off. And then whatever is left, we're going to pay the next one off. And we're going to work through this and we're going to pay this debt off. And when it's all said and yeah. done, if you do it my way, if it's when it's all said and done, you're going to have no debt, you're going to have three to six months of expenses in cash sitting in the bank. And you're going to be investing 15% of your $98,000 salary every single month. And you're 29 years old. You're going to look up. All of this is going to be done. Oh, Let me look at this right quick. Everything is going to be done in about 12 months if you hit it. And if you do the things that I told you in a year from now, you're going to breathe and you're going to have a clean slate and you're going to have cash and you're going to have investments started and you're going to go oh man i'm so glad that on october you know 27th i called john and jade
0: yeah
9: yeah um i i do have 23000 in the bank though
2: all right let's Good. use it to pay off this debt keep a thousand aside as a starter emergency fund and put the other 22,000 on this debt and you're going to go in order. You're going to knock out the 4k card tonight, the 6k card tonight, the other $2,000 credit card. You're going to work through these credit cards smallest to largest and then you're selling those cars. And when you look up, you're going to have uh eight, 12, You're going to have about $27,000 and you're going to blow through that so quickly cuz you have a $98,000 income and you're single and you're on fire.
0: And now, my brother, you're going to be free. This is The Ramsey Show. We'll be right back.
4: Listen, your grad just spent roughly 4,320 hours in class, and we're guessing that nobody taught them how to win with money. But you can still set them up to win with gifts like the Total Money Makeover, Breaking Free from Broke, or Ken Coleman's Find the Work You're Wired to Do, which includes the Get Clear Career Assessment. And listen, these gifts could change the trajectory of their lives. And if it helps them earn, spend, save, or invest money the right way, you'll find it at RamseySolutions.com slash store. That's RamseySolutions.com slash store.
0: This is the Ramsey Show, and we are coming up on the holiday season. And many of you are already uh, tripping out a little bit. Just the thought of sitting around the Thanksgiving table with all the cousins and the grandparents and all the screens and all the political opinions and all of that one cousin that can't shut up about COVID. (laughs) And so listen, I got you. I got you. Questions for humans. This year, we took him one step further and we got the Thanksgiving deck. We have the Christmas deck. And we have grandparents and kids. And that was a special request that we got so often that we sat down with some grandparents and some kids. And we're going to save your holiday season. All right. So, Jade, I pulled a few questions out of the Questions for Humans Thanksgiving deck. This is designed for people to take to Thanksgiving dinner or right. lunch or whatever and avoid all the disastrous conversations and oh drama all is,
2: right is that possible i'm
0: trying i'm trying i want to look my kids in the eye and say hey your old man got in the ring and tried
2: <laughs> okay the hit me hit <laughs> families
0: me. all fell apart but we gave it a shot <laughs> um all right so what is one thanksgiving food item that makes you gag
2: green bean casserole when it's made the wrong way what's that mean the wrong way, let me, I'm going to just say it right now. <laughs> the folks who are getting a can of green beans and putting cream of mushroom soup on it <laughs> and then crumbling up those French onions, y'all ought to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> it's so nasty. That's, That's awesome. all I'm He's saying. Like, That's how I do it. That's no, how I do it. My mom taught me the right way to make green bean casserole, and I've never seen anybody make it this way. What is it? You get the green beans and you can use canned, mm-hmm. like the French cut kind. So they're like nice and thin. You saute it with onions. You add some sour cream, Swiss cheese into the sauce, pour it in a casserole dish. Then you take cheese crackers. And don't, this is the one time you need to buy Cheez-Its from the store, name brand. Don't come in here with cheese flavored, you know, rounds or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Get the real Cheez-Its, crumble them up, bake it in the oven. You'll thank me later. Never make that nasty casserole again, that other kind.
0: All right. Look, I I like my my crispy Frenches, but I'm gonna need that recipe. Okay. Yes, we're on okay. it. Okay. You it.
2: got it, Austin.
0: Austin does not have a, a discerning palate. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> I'll see what he brings for lunch. All right. So I'm gonna preface my question with this. I'll eat anything. Okay. I'll eat anything. Like I'm a big Steve Ranella fan. Like the meat eater stuff. Like okay. I, okay. I will eat anything. I won't eat armadillo, and. That, like So I've drawn a line there. Uh, right? Thank
2: you for drawing the line at Armadillo. <laughs>
0: AJ's like, oh, it's delicious, man. But also, when somebody opens up a can of canned cranberries and it keeps oh! the tube of the can, it keeps the... It, yeah, it, you it, can
2: see the indentations. I, I
0: can't wrap my head around how somebody puts that inside their body. Now... Austin, I've seen him like rub it on his arms and his face. He's gross. But listen, <laughs> I don't. I, I just look at it and think, I just want to throw up the thought it's of so eating gross. that. I look, just can't remember. And I it's was so be easy quiet, to make but real I cranberries, by the way. Yeah, I what? was going to be quiet, but I got to defend myself. I make my cranberry jam from scratch. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. Scratch. That's a uh, none of this canned stuff. All right. And it's so right. easy. All right. So last question, Thanksgiving question: What makes our family weird? And what makes our family the best when it comes to Thanksgiving?
2: Well, depending on who asks the question, I might say you're the one that makes it weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what makes our family weird? You, you. you. <laughs> um
2: what makes our family weird and what makes us the best? Oh boy. That's a loaded question, John. I can't answer it on the air. Uh, The things that make us great is what we endure together. And the thing that makes us weird is that we still hang out with each other, even though all that we've endured (laughs) together.
0: (laughs) Excellent. I will say what makes my family weird is, I'm going to answer this as carefully as I can. We have a really um, dark sense of humor in our house. Ah. And almost every time, Our Thanksgiving meal ends with really inappropriate jokes. Oh, gosh. And my mom storming off. And it's become (laughs) like almost, it's become a... uh, it's become almost a family tradition. Like a challenge, and then my dad, I look over in his face or in his hands, and he always says, "Guys, y'all get to go home. I got, I got to deal with this." And my mom is like, "I
2: just thought by now we'd be." <laughs>
0: and it's every year since I was about twelve.
2: I got to hear some of these jokes.
0: They're not great. Um, they're not. They're. I'm not proud of them. But it just devolves. And, um, but I think that's what makes us not the best. But also, I think it's what makes us the best. Is right. there's just no holds barred. This is going to shock you. I am kind of the quiet, stable one at that table. If that tells you anything about where it goes, I'm so shook. It's all. <laughs> it's fantastic. Questions for humans? Go to RamseySolutions.com and rescue yourself and your family this holiday season. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and grandparents and grandkids. Hey, this year, go visit your parents and go on a date and hand your parents these cards, and they can deal with the little ones this time without just handing them digital babysitters. All right, let's run out to Atlanta, Georgia, and talk to Skyler. What up, Skyler?
7: Hey, I need some advice on what my wife and I should do with uh, her car.
0: Okay. What does she want to do?
7: So what she wants to do, so we figured out that it's burning oil and that uh, piss rings are bad, but it's still running fine right now. Um, I'm thinking that we should sell the vehicle now while it's still worth like six to $8,000 and get like an equal trade or like a $10,000 vehicle. And she's thinking, because I'm a service technician, so I drive a service vehicle most of the time, so we're together in her vehicle 95% of the time. She's thinking, sell my truck and sell her car and get a nicer car
2: then what would you do for your service vehicle? I w-
7: well, I mean, the service vehicle, I would drive it for work, and then whenever we're not in work uh, or whenever I'm not at work, we'd pretty much be together most of the time. I, I don't want to sell my personal vehicle. I mean, it's paid off when baby step 3B.
2: Oh, so there's three. There's so, your car, your wife's car, and your service vehicle. Yes. Got you.
0: Why doesn't... um? What about option three, which is spend a couple thousand bucks and get this thing fixed?
7: Well, the piston rings are bad on it, and it's pretty much, like, it's valued at about $6,000, and you pretty much just might as well put a new engine in it, and that's going to be Mm -hmm. almost the same value.
0: My challenge, my... Almost total. So, as a service technician, here's my gut response. I'm going to scrape together $10,000 for me and my family and I'm going to walk in and I'm going to buy this car that you know is bad. Mm-hmm. That part is the that that part makes me feel uncomfortable. It's it feels yeah. unethical to me that you're going to you as a guy who can see this thing coming are like I'm offloading this sucker right now and some other sucker family is going to have to deal
7: with it. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. It's it's just uh, you know, I, we just see it coming, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: So, I no, so I I see it coming. I don't know what to do. I see it coming, but it feels like a um
2: I don't know, John. I feel like if he sells it to a dealer, they're gonna do whatever they have to get it to do to get it driver ready.
0: Maybe I mean if he sells it to a dealer and lets them know, hey, this thing's bad in here. Yeah I can see that.
2: Or if he's if he's doing private sale and you're looking up the value with the issues, mm-hmm. then you're disclosing, hey. This, this is, is going to need a new engine, so yeah, we're gonna going to sell it at $4,000 instead yeah. of ten. I think as long um, as you're...
0: You and I took a call earlier where somebody put a pretty sheen on some foundation issues on a house, right? right? And right. now this family is stuck and they are trapped inside this house because they can't afford to get out and they can't afford to stay. That's right. Um, and so I, I, as a guy who doesn't know much about cars, it makes me uncomfortable. It feels like one of those not by your hand, but in your lap situations, which is, I hate this for you and It stinks. And there's an ethical way out of this. And then there's a, like, I I guess as long as you tell the truth.
2: Yeah. Tell the truth, sell it, put some cash with it and get her another car of of equal value. Or if you can afford to put a little more cash with it. Yeah. And that might be the best thing to do. Just be honest. Yeah. Honesty is the best policy.
4: Yeah. This is the Ramsey show. We'll be right back. I know you work hard for your money and the key to keeping more of it in your pocket is by making a plan for your spending with a budget. And every dollar is the budgeting app that I use personally because it's perfect for looking every dollar you make in its little president face and telling it exactly where you want it to go. Just like you told that guy in traffic exactly where you wanted him to go. And even better, every dollar walks you through the entire budgeting journey so you always know your next right step. Download every dollar for free in the App Store or Google Play today.
0: This is the Ramsey Show. Let's go out to Houston, Texas and talk to Amy. What's up, Amy?
1: Hi. Um, I have a question. My question for you all is uh, my husband and I are wanting to downsize, and um, but my mom uh, lives with us here, so we're not sure what to do.
2: Ooh. Why does she live with you?
1: Um, I, we have two kids under the age of two, and initially when I got pregnant, um, she retired, so it kind of was like a great. Um, it was going to work out where she kind of helped me out, but she also um, has her own business that she's trying to get off the ground and stuff.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: But
1: um, I guess if you ask us today, we don't know why we all still live together.
2: Um, <laughs> well, it worked out um, when she could offer the child care. Now, how old are your kids you know, now?
1: Um, they're they're still so one is uh two and the other one is eight months. And, okay. Um. Yeah. And so she does contribute, like, um, she does, uh, help out a little bit, but, um, we're currently on baby step one, starting over again. Before we had kids, we were at a better spot. We were at baby step two, but now we're back down to baby step one, trying to get back to our emergency savings. What
2: happened?
1: Um, just, I think, um, just bill got, hire and uh we we live in a house we moved from an apartment we were all in a two-bedroom apartment Mm -hmm. and my husband and I and the baby were in one room and my mom was in another
9: Uh and then
1: she retired and and well she had retired before moving with us and then she moved in and then we uh, got an offer to move into a house a little bit under the market rate um through a friend and um, so we moved into that house but now it seems like we're house poor yeah for somebody else's home just everything to keep up with um in a home from the lawn to the gas and your mom's not paying
2: your mom's not paying anything to live with you guys well she is paying uh to live with us um but
1: she's like she's paying but it's not we ran the numbers and if we move to like a one bedroom to be gazelle intense with our kids we would really um, we would be saving almost $600 a month opposed mm-hmm. to um, what she contributes. The difference um, is really 50 bucks of us living in an apartment being gazelle intense or her living with us. It, it's really not.
0: I'm, I'm not gonna suggest that you guys that don't move into a one bedroom mm-hmm. apartment with two little kids.
2: Me too. Okay. That's, um, okay.
0: I, that's, that's what we would call napkin math that works on a napkin. It does not work in reality.
2: Y'all okay. are gonna go crazy. Yeah. In there
0: now, I know there are people listening to the show, or people who have family members that are doing that because they simply have to. So I'm not knocking okay. it. That is not y'all's situation. That is a napkin math problem that y'all did that would accelerate your current situation. Mm-hmm. What does your husband okay. do for a living?
1: Um, he's a operations manager. He uh, sprays for pests.
2: What does he earn?
1: Um, he earns about fifty. And what do you earn a year? Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I I, I do bake on the side. Okay.
2: okay. How are you a stay-at-home mom when the whole reason the grandma came to live was so she could help with the kids?
1: Well, it's not. It, it's not that kind of help. It's kind of um like when she's around, like can assist. Um, because she has her own things kind of
2: going on. What did you do for work so, before you were a stay-at-home mom? Um, I uh, cooked at a restaurant. Okay. I need you to go back to work. Okay. And In some capacity. And We're going to figure that out. There's going to be a way that you're going to work quarter time, work part time, or work nights, or work weekends. But you need money coming into the house because if $600 a month is making or breaking and causing you guys to think that maybe we'll move into a one bedroom apartment with four of us, there's other ways to get that $600 back in your pocket. And it's called your Saturday and Sunday.
0: Or your husband's going to spray all day and then he's going to go work the 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. shift or 8 p.m. to midnight shift after dinner with the kids?
1: Yeah, he just interviewed to um, deliver pizzas.
0: Okay, so,
2: good. And, and I and I bake on the side and stuff. Um,
0: Baking on the side is that's is, not going to bring the money you need.
2: Yeah, that, you can do that while the kids are awake. I'm talking about things to do to make even more money when your husband's home. Like at night, and also on the weekends, or when you're when grandma's home. And by the way, if grandma's still going to live there, this is when you cash that chip in, and you're like, "Grandma, I need to go work because we're in debt."
0: Yeah, we're struggling, and we're going to do one of two things: we're going to sell this house and go to a two bedroom apartment, and you're going to find a place. We're going to, or here's the three things we need to raise rent, mm-hmm. um, because we're trying to find a six hundred dollars spread. Our husband, my husband, could take a second job. I need to work a little bit and we're going to have to raise the rent a little bit on you if we're going to keep all keep this house Mm -hmm. Um, or um, and I'm going to need some help from 6 a.m. until 10 a.m. because I got to go back to work Mm -hmm. because I got to get this we got to get this debt down.
2: How much debt is it by the way? Uh,
1: We have 42,000 altogether a a car and um, student
2: loan. Okay how much is the student loan and how much is the car? the student loans is 30 and the car is 12. Okay, so the car's okay. Um student loans 30. All right, yeah, that's right now you bringing in an income changes everything. Because if you've if you've proven that you guys can live a life on $50,000, then if you got another income, you if you if you found a way to earn $40,000 a year, it would change your entire life and you'd be out of debt in a year. Do you see how I did that? Yeah.
0: And even if that means you having a hard conversation with your mom and saying, Mom, I know you've got your thing on the side. We're going to have to do one of two things because the numbers aren't working out. Mm -hmm. We're going to need some help here because i got to go back to work. Or um, we have to sell a house. We're going to move to a a two-bedroom apartment.
1: Mm -hmm. And we don't own the house. We're renting the house. The house you're in right now? Yeah, the house we're in right now is a house we're
2: renting. How much are you paying? I got you. How much are you paying per month?
1: Uh, fifteen. Currently, fifteen. It's supposed to go up to seventeen fifty. So that's why we're looking at options. Um, she pays. Well, we had started decreasing her rent because we thought she was going to leave. She said, "Uh, it was planned that she would leave in November, but um, things changed." So currently, she pays
0: three fifty. Yeah, that's not enough.
2: Yeah, it sounds like you. Yeah. So all in all, the the rent is eight. 1850 and she's just paying 350 of it um well the rent
5: currently
1: is 15 and she pays uh she was paying 550 and then it gradually went down as she was getting ready to exit but now it seems like
2: i'm not uh, mad at that she's paying a third and i don't think okay, that you're going to find i don't that's think you're, i don't think you're going to find anything cheaper than this honestly yeah. what did you i mean i did you look at two bedroom apartments before you looked at one bedroom apartments? And well, if dollars fifteen
0: hundred so, is five hundred a month. That's how I had. That's the number I had in my head
2: for a two for a one what? bedroom.
0: No, no, for this apart for this house. Yeah,
2: I yeah for the mom you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, think, yeah. That's fair. Fair. Yeah, I yeah. think that's fair. Five hundred is fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. My question, I guess, was: Is there a two bedroom? I feel like when I look at this, I'm like, that's a pretty good price to rent a house that is housing all of you. Mm-hmm. If you go, I don't know that yeah. you can find anything. Cheaper, no, that's no, no, no. you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't think no, that you should get out get rid of this house. This rental yes, situation, so the cheapest thing I found was a one bedroom with a study. Yeah, yeah, no, that's not,
0: that's not gonna work. Do, hey, here, here's a bigger question Do you want your mom out? Um, be, uh, be honest, it,
1: I'm I'm the only child, so it's really hard to say that. Cause nope, so no, you, feel not, you, you feel guilty, you feel guilty,
0: and you love your mom just because you want her to move out. Doesn't I love my mom to the moon and back and I don't live with my mom right the, both of those um, things can be true
1: so essentially yes because I want to live the life of my husband and my children of course okay.
0: you do of I, course you do it's time to have that conversation
2: hey that's not wrong or it's bad not a bad thing that's so normal and so normal <laughs> that you want to live your life in your house with just your husband and your kid there's nothing wrong with that girl Okay. So on the financial, I
0: guess
2: we just... You got to start working. um, If you can find 30 and he can find another 10, you're out of debt in one year. 12 months. That's a drop in the bucket.
0: And it's going to be awful. And do it anyway.
2: It's not going to be that bad. They've been living on 50,000 as it is.
0: (laughs) That's right. Yeah. It's choosing your heart, right? Yeah.
2: You guys got this. You're going to have to make some sacrifices and some real choices, but you can do it.
0: Today's scripture of the of the day is Isaiah 40, 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. The great Lars Ulrich, founding member and drummer extraordinaire of Metallica, says, Stretching your parameters is a necessity if you want to keep growing.
2: I like it. Hey, when you hear Isaiah forty thirty one, 31, does it make you think of Remember the Titans?
0: <laughs> Always.
2: Like giggles, y'all. <laughs> like giggles, y'all. I you remember that? Love that. <laughs> love it. Love anyway.
0: It. All right, let's go out to Birmingham, Alabama, and talk to Philip. What's up, Philip?
11: How's it going? We're rocking on to the break of dawn, brother. What's up? Hey, man. I just had a quick question. So, uh, well, one thing to start off, my wife and I started uh, doing the the snowball two months ago. We've already paid off thirty five thousand dollars in debt. Whoa! What'd you Love sell? It. Did yeah. you sell something? No. Well, I'm in sales, and so uh, I had a big motivator to uh, make some extra money. And I had my biggest month ever, and was able to uh, pay off a lot of debt really Dude, quickly. Awesome. So, congratulations, man! That's fantastic. So what's up? Yeah. All right, so. Um, question: My grandmother is being taken advantage of financially by my aunt. Uh, and I'm wondering how I can step in and help.
0: How have you already tried? So
11: I, I haven't tried yet. Okay. Uh, I haven't said anything to anybody, and the situation I'm about to share, I, I'm not even supposed to know. But my mom told me because it's one of those, it's like an emergency situation. So mm. um, I'll give you give you some context. So my on the on the back end, my grandmother's she struggles financially. Didn't invest in retirement. Didn't know who Dave Ramsey was ever until I, I started going into him uh, a while back. And so, unfortunately, she wasn't set up. Now she's in her seventies, has no retirement, and she just draws Social Security. And I think she brings in like fourteen hundred a month. So she's 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 she's, she's okay. It's she's not like, very thin. Yeah, you know, yeah, very thin. Yeah, no margin there. So she came to me 2 or 3 years ago about um, how does she um, how does she get some breathing room and so I, I essentially bought her house for what was owed on it and put some money into it to fix it up and she lives there for free she just pays utilities and that was kind of a retirement thing she and i worked out so that gave her a little bit of margin but you to, but you your know, name's on the your but, name's on the house you own it cor- correct okay correct so That's cool. Um, so anyway, so she's been fine for two or three years, like not rich, but she's doing good. Well, my, my aunt, who is her daughter, um, is, uh, very bad with money. Very, very bad with money. And almost weekly, it seems like is asking my grandmother for money. Nothing big. It's usually 40 bucks here, or 50 bucks there, but that stuff adds up. Especially when it's coming from somebody with no margin. Um, so anyways, it's always bothered me. I hadn't said anything. It's my grandmother's money, whatever. Um, but recently, uh, last week, I got a call from my mom. Um, my, my grandmother ended up paying a, a bill, a utility bill or something for my aunt. And my aunt apparently took a picture of her debit card and ended up using it for other things as well wow. without telling my grandmother.
6: Wow.
11: Yeah. And last month, um, my grandmother is at Walmart checking out getting groceries and car gets declined, which is one embarrassing, but two, it's uh, it's one of those, you're like, Oh my God, I know I have money in there. It's not there. What's going on. That's straight
0: up illegal. Yeah. It's stealing. Yeah.
11: Yeah. So she goes and checks and, uh, apparently about $500 has been spent, um, without permission Mm -hmm. from my grandmother's card, um, on an online game that my aunt has been playing. Um, and so, anyways, grandmother confronts the aunt, and the aunt goes, oh, I don't know how that happened. Mm-mm. You know, that's crazy. I'll try to get your money back, that whole thing. And that's kind of where we're at. And I'm not supposed to know about this because my grandmother knows how I'm going to yeah. react.
0: Well, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, so, this is one of those situations, not by your hand, but in your lap. You yep. didn't ask for this situation. You didn't ask for somebody in your family to be so deceitful as to steal from an elderly mother wow and quite honestly and quite frankly you didn't ask for your mom to not get involved with her mother and her sister which is her responsibility as you started talking my first question to you was going to be call your mom or why haven't you called your mom and your mom has passed the buck to you and so yeah i would if i'm you i would tell my mom mom you have 24 hours to get involved and then i'm going to get involved You've given me this information, and I can't sleep at night. I'm the homeowner. I've already bailed this whole family out of problem one, and I'm about to go get involved again too. And by the way, I'm going to call the police. I was about to say, Mom's going to get her credit her her debit card changed. She she needs to do that before the day is over
11: because she, she did that already. Okay,
0: good. Um,
2: but are you calling the popos? I'm calling because yeah. that's what I'm doing.
0: I'm calling the police. At the very minimum, I'm making it very clear to my to my aunt, because nobody else in the family will, if you come near grandmother again and ask for money, I call the police. Because you stole this. Right? And yeah. I understand that this is awkward and weird. Unfortunately, your mom puts you in a very awkward, weird situation. Wow. Unfortunately, your family has not been as responsible with money as you have been. And they have put you in multiple awkward, weird positions. And if people keep doing that to me, I'm going to take the straightest path out. And by the way, okay. grandmother can do what grandmother wants to do, as much as that pains me to say. So if she says, I want you to butt out, you are not calling the police, get away from me. I don't want, that's going to hurt. It's going to hurt like all bloody hell. Yeah. And she gets to do that because she's a grown up and it's her money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Why did your mom not make a whole bunch of calls and ring all the bells if i found out my little brother was stealing from my mom
2: oh it's going down oh my gosh he
0: would never a million years do that he's such a person high integrity why didn't your mom get on the phone with your her sister immediately
11: well she she said something to her or, or sorry she wanted to say something but my grandmother goes hey i'm telling you this i shouldn't have told you don't say anything to your sister. Mm. Don't say anything to anybody. Well, then don't tell. My me my mom is. Exactly, I know, right? My mom calls me. I'm the responsible one in the family. I, when I speak, people in the family listen because they're like, you know, like he means what he says. He says what he he means. Yep. You know all that stuff. And well, so, good for you for for um,
0: breaking this family curse. I, I I would tell my mom you've got 24 hours to get right in the middle of this because I'm going to and she'll say, exactly. "Oh Philip, don't do that please. Grandmother told me in confidence. Grandmother wants someone to help or she wouldn't have said anything."
11: Yeah. That's what I'm thinking.
0: And she's thinking, exactly. "I told my daughter and nobody's helping."
2: Well, she's hoping there's a way this could be done where no one's feelings get hurt and no one has to know about it and that that you can just sweep it under the rug, but that's you're so far like that it's just not possible. No. At this point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'd put everybody on notice. And here's the other thing. You're sending a message, one of two messages. Number one, if you don't want me involved, you better not tell me. Because I'm getting involved. Number two, um, I don't play this game. We treat each other with dignity and respect. We don't steal from family members. We don't steal from our elderly mothers. Wow. We We don't commit fraud in our own house. I won't stand for that. And... There we go. At the end of the day also, this might even be a little bit weirder, that's your home. You can tell your aunt, you are not welcome in my home. Right? Yeah. You could tell your aunt, yep. I'll no trespass you on my property because grandmother's a tenant, tenant of my place.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But not welcome.
2: Oh, it was yep. an accident. I no, didn't mean it to. It wasn't an accident. That's
0: nah, not an accident. Mm-hmm. She got caught. Yeah. She's trying to make wow. some money on an online game. And wouldn't you know it? She didn't win. Man, golly! Hey, I'm glad you. I'm glad it's you, Philip, because you're a person of high integrity and high character. Um, right. Just, just for a moment like this. Hey, I want to thank all the guys in the booth and Skylar. Thank you, America, for tuning in and listening to the show. Great job, Jade. Hey, be kind to one another. Pay off your debts. Don't steal from your mothers. <laughs> we'll see you soon, right
4: here on the Ramsey Show.
10: Hey guys, I'm Rachel. And I'm George. And you've probably heard our voices before on The Ramsey Show.
4: And do we have a surprise for you?
10: Yep, we have our very own show, Smart Money Happy Hour, where we talk about pop culture, current events, and of course, money. George, it's a great show. And what else do we talk about?
4: So much, Rachel. Not enough, and yet too much. We talk about (laughs) guilt tipping, because tipping is out of control, and I won't stand for it anymore, which is why I'm sitting.
10: I'm glad You're taking such a stand. And we also
4: talk about something else I'm passionate about, Disney adults.
10: Oh, George. Why is it a thing? Listen, some adults still find the magic.
4: Sure. We also talk about toxic money traits and girl math. And if you don't know what those are, you have to listen to the podcast. Yeah, there's
10: a lot there, you guys. It's pretty fun.
4: We keep you relevant is what I'm trying to say.
10: We help you out.
4: So pull up a chair to the happy hour you wish your friends were having. We promise you won't regret it. And if you don't have friends, we'll be your friends.
10: We will. We're great friends. So make sure to check it out on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or the Ramsey Network app.